Golf News RI presents The Golf Dudes Podcast Here are the dudes Hello, hello, welcome to another episode of the Golf Dudes Podcast Happy Thursday, Joe Calabro here I hope everyone's having a great week so far and looking forward to what should be an exciting weekend between the players, the NCAA uh, selection Sunday, obviously all the championships and uh, everything else going on. So happy Thursday to everybody. Thanks to everybody for tuning in. Uh, just me today. It's going to be a relatively short show. Uh, we were supposed to have Greg Sampson on today, uh, uh, but he couldn't make it. So uh, he's going to be on tomorrow, Friday. So we have a special edition episode of the Golf Dudes podcast on Friday with Greg Sampson. He's going to come on talk about the Northeast Golf Show, which is next week. And so stay tuned for that. Uh, tomorrow, it'll be out hopefully in the afternoon sometime. But super excited to talk to Greg and get everybody ready for uh, the Northeast Golf Show. So that's coming Friday. Today, uh, it's just me hanging out. A few things to hit on. Obviously, the players is going on. But first, uh, we should tell you that the Golf Dudes podcast is brought to you by Link Strings. Link Strings, of course, is best known for their transfusion in a can. They have three different flavors now. Uh, the original, the back nine, and the front nine. The back nine has cranberry juice, and the front nine has orange juice. Uh, so be sure to check those out. Link Strings is great for for uh, sipping and or, or chugging, whatever you prefer. Uh, while you're watching the NCAA tournament and watching the selection show, on Sunday, so check out Wing Strikes at liquor stores and country clubs or golf clubs near you. Uh, a few things we want to get into some of the player stuff. A lot of talk this week on the PGA Tour about the changes, and uh, every player was asked about it in, his, in their press conference. So we'll get into that in just a few minutes. But first, uh, a couple of quick, couple of quick news items on the local front. I would say uh, certainly wasn't the busiest week of all time, but couple of uh, important things. So uh, the biggest thing, of course, was uh, like earlier this week, Golf News or I learned that the Rhode Island Interscholastic League, uh, which is high school, of course, uh, is combining the girls, boys, and team golf state championships this year. All three championships will take place over the same two-day period at Cranston Country Club. And uh, so we put that story up earlier this week. We confirmed it. The schedule online resembles that change. So uh, that's kind of what tipped us off about it. But we obviously wanted to get confirmation and make sure, you know, we weren't just misreading something. Um, but uh, I think it's a great change for the most part. I mean, I don't, I haven't seen any negative reaction to it that I've seen. I I'm certainly could be wrong. Um, but I haven't seen any negative reaction to it. So I'm excited for it. Uh, I'm not sure what the holdup was in making it this way in the past. I'm sure it probably was a good reason for it, um, but I'm excited for it. I think it's much better this way. Now the everyone's playing for something, and and the girls played in the, the event anyway. Even though they played their own state championship in the past, it was always you know a week or two before uh, the the boys and team state championships. They still played in the team state championship. Uh, to contribute, obviously, for the team score. Uh, so they're there anyways. Uh, you might as well just have them play for their state championship there. So maybe perhaps now it adds a, a few, a handful of extra players. I'm not really sure uh, what the count is. But other than that, 
uh, there's not really a negative to um, to doing it this way. So I'm excited for it. I've seen nothing but positive reaction. I think it's a great change by the ride of the Scholastic League. And uh, can't be more excited for, for the high school golf season to get started in just a few weeks. And now over the next couple of weeks leading up to the season, uh, as we have done each of the last two years that we've covered high school golf, we'll have extensive previews, uh, interviews with coaches, perhaps a conversation with some players, uh, and we'll have all that leading up to the season. So we'll have uh, team previews, division previews, uh, and everything else uh, as we have in the past. So stay tuned for that over the next couple of weeks. Of course, the high school season really always starts with the Challenge Cup Championship, which is uh, which this year is a, a two-day event. It was always supposed to be a two-day event. Uh, but last year, I think one of the days got rained out. So the high school offseason really kicks off with the Challenge Cup Championship, which if I can find the article real quick, I can tell you what the date is. And that is uh, April 10th and 11th, the Challenge Cup Championship at Potawama and Alpine. Uh, last year, I believe the Potawama round got rained out. One of the two rounds got rained out. I believe the Potawama round got rained out. And then the, the players only played like nine holes, the same nine holes twice because the back nine at Alpine was closed. Because uh, they were doing uh, work on it, um, so so this year, April tenth and eleventh is really when the high school season kicks off. Challenge Cup Championship is a great event. Uh, players from all over New England come in, even from I think one year a team from Canada won it. Whatever it might be, so that's really when it starts. So we'll have previews and and things leading up to that. Again, April tenth and eleventh is a Challenge Cup Championship. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the high school season uh, starts in full on April 18th. Um, it could be a day or two off one way or the other, but I believe that is correct. So uh, super exciting stuff. And again, we'll have previews and things leading up to it in, uh, in just a couple of weeks. So you can get all of your high school fixed. Certainly it's an exciting year. Obviously, you know, just off the top of my head, uh, you know, LaSalle is the team to, to beat clearly with Max Jackson and Olivia Williams and, and Joseph Hurley. Uh, but, who knows? Other teams could surprise surprise us for sure. Other players could could carry their teams. Um, so so super exciting. So anyway, Golf News Ride will have all that covered uh, uh, coming in the next few weeks. So stay tuned for that. Uh, other thing I just wanted to clarify, uh, not related to high school golf, uh, is we we're reporting on we're following Andrew O'Leary, former Rod Amateur Champion. We're following him through PGA Tour Canada Q School. Uh, we did update the article and put it in our second article. But just to clarify, he's playing as an amateur. So even if he makes a cut, he's not turning pro. He's still in school. He has this one semester left. Uh, and then he's turning, and then he's obviously going to graduate. And as he did reveal to us uh, back there in the college golf winter break series, uh, he is going to turn pro uh, after that. So what his path is going to be. I'm not really sure. Uh, he, I don't think he's really sure, to be honest with you. But he's testing the waters with this Canada Q school, and uh, he's playing as an amateur, so you have a chance to see how he stacks up with guys that are, are pros and are really trying to turn pro at this very moment. And I know Chris Francoeur is uh, planning to do a PGA Tour Canada Q school, but I believe he told me it's in April uh, for his uh, qualifier, I guess, if you will. Um, so uh, a couple of things to watch there. 
Uh, also, Chris is in the Valspar Championship Monday qualifier on Monday, so another Monday cue to watch. Uh, he's uh, you know, he's been having to pre-qualify because as crazy as it sounds, you have to pre-qualify for the qualifier. Um, and he has to do that because he's not a PGA Tour member, obviously. Uh, he doesn't have a, a he's not a Corn Ferry Tour member either. So so for in order for him to get in, he has to qualify uh for the qualifier. Uh no, now he could do what Will Dixon does. He could try a Monday queue for Corn Ferry Tour events. Uh, and then you obviously don't need a pre-qualifier for that. But to get on a PGA tour event, he has to qualify for the pre-qualify for the he has to pre-qualify for the qualifier. Try to say that five times fast. So uh, there's a, a couple of quick notes on that. Again, for course, in the Monday queue for the Valspar Championship this Monday, Andrew Leary playing as an amateur uh, on a PGA Tour Q school. Uh, so um, that is where we have, that's some of the stuff that we have going on um, with that. Now, uh, if you're watching this uh, on a Thursday evening, we are taping this around 11.30. A.M. So prior to uh, the Providence College basketball game against uh, Connecticut, which is obviously which obviously took place on Thursday afternoon. So hopefully, when you're watching this, we're all celebrating a victory over UConn and advance to the semifinals of the Big East tournament at Madison Square Garden. Uh, if not, hopefully, uh, PC still gets into the NCAA tournament uh, on Sunday, despite a late season collapse. So. So just to put where we are uh, kind of in perspective there. Uh, now, uh, coming up, we will be coming up probably Sunday evening following the bracket reveal. We are doing a bracket challenge this year. We'll have a Golf News Arrive bracket challenge. We'll send the link out to everybody to fill out your bracket via our social media platforms. And you can fill it out, we'll sign up, play, have fun, um, see if you can beat us, which you probably can. So, uh, there's no money involved. It's not we're not charging anything to play, uh, and because number one, I don't want to chase everybody down for money, and two, I don't want to chase you down for money when I have to pay you the winnings. So uh, no money, totally free, totally for fun. There'll be some sort of prize at the end, uh, maybe a golf news or a swag bag, or a, or a golf round somewhere, or or something fun like that. Um, but we'll send the link out once the the league quote unquote is set up. On Sunday evening, people can sign up and, uh, you know, have some fun, kind of get everyone together. We're also um, looking into or in talks about doing a, um, a, a season kind of kickoff party, uh, kind of the week of the week of the Masters. Uh, so so stay tuned for that. I don't want to give too much away yet, but we're in talks about doing something fun to get everybody together and everybody come out and you know, party or whatever. I don't know what, I don't know what to call it, party, but, uh, you know, kind of a meet and greet type of thing. So stay tuned for that um, as well. Excuse me. Now, um, if you're looking for uh, kind of a, a great listen before the PC game or before hopefully Friday's game, um, you know, be sure to check out the Expand Your Brand podcast with John Rook. Uh, Jeff and Austin did a great job with that podcast. Uh, I'm really excited for it. We're also, you know, continuing to talk to them about you know, how to 
how to continue continuing moving forward as far as building on their success. I think it's a really cool concept idea. And they had John Rook on uh, this past ep- in this week's episode. So check that out. He was a really great interview. Lots of good insight to PC basketball, but also insight into how he got started, how he got to Rhode Island, and, and whole slew of other things. So super fascinating interview. Check that out. The Expand Your Brand podcast, of course, exclusively streaming on the Golf News Ride podcast network, which is presented by Vintage Cigar Lounge and Club. So, so yeah, so lots going on there uh, from that uh, perspective. So uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Uh, we are going to come back, do some players talk as the players championship is underway. And uh, then we will, we will wrap this show up. And uh, yeah, so that's where we are. This is the Golf News Podcast. Uh, Billy Andre joins the show. Billy, thanks so much for doing this, and uh, we appreciate yeah. you taking the time. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm excited. I'm very excited to be joined by an 11-time Emmy Award winner, and that is Armin Katayan. Massachusetts Women's Amateur Champion, Allison Pake. The, the days of the country club just being golf and maybe one amenity are gone. Uh, unfortunately, Metacomet didn't, doesn't have those. has a very rare uh, very rare condition called Kyphal scoliotic Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome and at the time of diagnosis there was only 60 documented cases in the world. I mean we legitimately played the last four holes at Newport National and you could not see 50 yards. Welcome back to the Golf Dudes Podcast again happy Thursday we are presented by Link Drinks. And uh, Link Drinks is great to drink or sip or chug or whatever you do uh, while watching the NCAA tournament. And depending on uh, if your team is in it, you might need a couple of Link Drinks uh, for sure. So thanks to Link Drinks for uh, all their support over the years and uh, hoping to see them next week at the Northeast Golf Show down at Gillette Stadium. Speaking of which, uh, tomorrow, Friday, We'll have a special edition episode of the Golf Dudes podcast. We'll be talking with Greg Sampson, who is running the entire show, and he'll be giving a preview of it. So we're excited to uh, to chat with him. He was supposed to come on uh, this show, uh, but couldn't make it. He's a busy guy this time of year, obviously, with the show just a week away. So super excited to talk to Greg on Friday. That episode, that interview should be up by Friday, uh, early to mid-afternoon, uh, I would say. Um, you know, barring something crazy happening elsewhere. Uh, so so check that out tomorrow. Stay tuned for that. Obviously, we'll social it out, reel it up, uh, be on our, our social page as well as we try to support uh, the Northeast Golf Show, uh, which is going to be at Gillette Stadium next Friday, this uh, March 17th to the 19th. Of course, St. Patrick's Day. We have the first two rounds of the tournament. So, uh, it's certainly going to be a busy week. So there'll be no shortage of things to, to do and pay attention to. So uh, that'll be uh, exciting. But again, a uh, conversation with Greg Sampson coming on Friday, this Friday, tomorrow. Uh, so check that out. Stay tuned for that. Uh, anyways, uh, lots going on in the pro golf world. Of course, we have the Players Championship uh, underway here. Uh, there's already been a hole in one. I, I think Hayden, Hayden Buckley got the hole in one he was like the sixth person 
to play the 17th hole uh, of the day. Um, so it happened quick. Uh, but and uh, certainly an exciting championship. I don't know if you if you guys are all on social media, but this morning we posted a re a reel. Can't even talk today. This morning we posted a reel of our interview from a couple of years ago with Billy Andre. He talks about uh, the Players Championship and playing the 17th hole and how you know one year he made a seven on it, and then the next year, you know, or whatever another year he braided it every single day. So certainly one of the most intimidating holes in golf. Certainly gets more intimidating. It feels like as the week goes on and, and the pressure ramps up and I know guys are in the lead and they're coming down to the, the stretch on Sunday with the lead and they will play 17. And so uh certainly a, a great hole, somewhat controversial. Some people you know don't necessarily like it. Um, but I think it's a great hole, certainly makes for great drama. Uh 18 is an underrated hole as well over there at Sawgrass, and 16 is a pretty good. Uh, par five. So uh, that closing stretch there is epic. I know there's a couple other par threes that are great as well. So uh should be another great weekend of golf. The finish to the Arnold Palmer Invitational uh, was amazing. Nobody was nobody wanted to win the tournament, pretty much. Everyone was going backwards. Nobody could make a putt. I think like Paul's, Paul Azinger said it best. Nobody could make a putt for like an hour. <laughs> so everyone was missing everything. Uh, Rory had that famous Tiger putt on 18 to take the lead and probably win it. And he just missed it. And then uh, Kurt Kiyama, uh, he kind of puked all over himself on the ninth hole with a triple bogey. Then he bounces back and ends up tied for the lead anyways, and he wins it, I think, with a with a Brady putt on 17, if I'm not mistaken. So it was a heck of a finish to the tournament. I'm expecting it to be another great finish this week at the players, and it should be certainly interesting, to say the least. I'll hit on the leaderboard quickly. Uh, in a minute, I mean, not that that's going to matter uh, right now because it's going to change significantly, but just to give people an idea of where where we are uh, in the proceedings. But first, uh, there's been a lot of talk this week at the Players' Championship in all the press conferences throughout the week. And yes, I do watch almost all of them uh, about changes to the PGA Tour schedule and the elevated events and the no cuts and obviously the increased money. So and most players seem like they love it. Obviously, the star players love it. Um, but the 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 low guys, the not star players, uh, don't seem to like it as much. Uh, but they do have a chance, at least from what I understand, they'll have a chance to play their way into elevated events and, and go that route. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how it all works next year. Uh, one thing that is disappointing uh, was the match play. Is, is being eliminated uh, this year is the last year for the, I believe it's the Dell Technology match play. It might have changed. They might have changed sponsors. I'm not a thousand percent sure, um, but this is the last year for the match play, uh, and that's not coming back next year, which is too bad. Because I really like that event. It's different. Uh, it's not the same. You know, excuse me. It's not the same. You know, old stroke play event. So uh, that's too bad. But Jay Monahan did say in his press conference on Tuesday that. You know, they would look to bring it back, uh, uh, bring back a match play style event, you know, down the road. There's just no room for it on next year's schedule, which, again, is going to be completely different than probably any other schedule you've ever seen on the PGA Tour. Uh, it's really interesting how in just a year or really less than a year, probably, uh, Live Golf has completely changed uh, the PGA Tour. They literally 
redid their entire schedule uh, all because of all because of live golf. So uh, little little competition sometimes can can do you well. I think this new schedule is innovative. I know people are knocking the no cut events, uh, but as Jay Monahan points out, and I believe Rory Rory McIlroy points out as well. You know, Jack Nicholas won you know seventeen no cut events, and and Tiger won twenty six. I think something crazy no cut events in his career, and. You know, I think I think Sam Snead was the other name that was thrown in there. Maybe perhaps it was Palmer. Either way, uh, it does feel like there's precedent for having no cut events. So how will it look? How will it play out? I mean, if you know, uh, you know, if a guy is there's no cut event, and the guy is tied for seventieth. You know, is he really gonna you know care for playing on on a Sunday or meaningless golf? I mean, I guess he could play for move up the rankings, of course, or move up the the leaderboard, of course, but it's going to be an interesting dynamic when that happens, and we don't necessarily know uh, what that is going to look like. So let's give it a chance and and see what happens next year. But I know there's a, a lot of controversy about it, and um, you know, uh, live golf is continuing to impact um, the PGA Tour, probably in a positive fashion. So that should be exciting. So um, as I mentioned, the players is underway uh obviously starting today um as i pull up a leaderboard for whatever it's worth um at this moment again it is just before noontime at the taping of this podcast but just to give you guys an idea of what the scores are now they said i mean these guys is, it seems like they're, they're they're killing this course at least early on there's supposed to be all kinds of wind there's supposed to be wind all week and changing winds uh, so far, that does not appear to be the case. I, again, TV coverage hasn't picked up yet. So, uh, but uh, so far, again, to this point, for what it's worth, uh, guys, the, the scoring is pretty good. Colin Morikawa is at six hundred. Chad Ramey, something something named Chad Ramey, is tied with him at six hundred. And then there's a two players at five hundred: Minwoo Lee and Taylor Pendrith. There's a couple four hundreds, a couple three hundreds. Justin Rose is off to get start again. Uh, and uh, Billy Horschel's two under. Uh, so so guys are scoring early on here on day one of the Players' Championship. Hopefully it gets tougher over the weekend, or else it's going to be a crazy score to, to win the tournament, um, it feels like. Um, in the surprise department, uh, Doug Gim is seven over. Wasn't Doug Gim in contention like a year or two ago? Uh, he was battling Justin Thomas for the title, and I mean, Gim completely crapped his pants, as anybody would <laughs> in that situation. But uh, so he's kind of fallen off. And Harris English, Harris English almost won the tournament last week. Uh, he was in the contention there at the end at the Arnold Palmer when all that chaos was going on. He was one of the guys in the mix. And today he's he's starting the, uh, the Players' Championship at six over. So uh, all kinds of craziness going on early on here at the Players' Championship. But obviously we'll... Uh, follow along all weekend for some updates. Obviously, we'll have a game story on uh, Sunday evening. Hopefully, it ends before uh, Selection Sunday begins. I wonder if that's something that they're they're factoring in uh, to uh, the finish of the players. Probably not. Just, there's only so much they can do about it. Um, but so that's what we got. So uh, again, just to quickly recap, and then we're going to get out of here. Uh, um, Golf News Area Bracket Challenge. The link will be made available on Sunday Sunday evening. 
We're going to social it out again. It's free to play. Uh, fill out a bracket. You probably can fill as many brackets as you want, I'm guessing. Uh, I don't know that for sure, but I'm guessing you can. So uh, feel free to, to sign up. Have some fun with it. Uh, we'll maybe do some sort of watch event, uh, watch party event or whatever uh, down the road. We'll see. That's not confirmed yet, but we'll see. We'll do some try to do something fun with it, but feel free to play. The winner will get either a swag bag or a golf round or you know, something cool like that. So uh, looking forward to doing that. And also, as I mentioned, uh, keep an eye out for Friday. Uh, we'll have an interview with Greg Sampson to preview the Northeast Golf Show, which is coming to Gillette Stadium next weekend so march 17th to the 19th so again check out the interview tomorrow with greg he'll tell us what to look for to tell you what to look for tell you what to do probably won't tell you what not to do because he wants you to do everything um but and uh but we'll talk to him about all of that stuff as well again golf news or i we're not going to have a booth this year but we will be there i'll be there anyway uh at least two of the three days walking around and and uh, so feel free to say hello. I'll be decked out in golf and eye stuff. I will look like a walking billboard. Uh, you literally can't miss me. So keep that in mind. So and so hopefully hopefully we see you all there. So other than that, that's all we got on this edition of the Golf Dudes Podcast. Thanks to everyone for tuning in. Thanks to everyone's continued support. And uh, we will talk to you next week. Next Thursday will be the first day of the NCAA tournament. So uh, should be should be an exciting time of year. Well, it is an exciting time of year, uh, and uh, then you know shortly after that is the Masters. So we have that going for us. So thanks for tuning in. We will talk to you all next week. This is the Golf Dudes Podcast. I'm Joe Calabro. Bye. <laughs>